This is Neon Radio, episode 153, Tools for Developing Your Inner World with your host, Nick Onkin. Welcome to Neon Radio. I'm your host, Nick Onkin, fashion and lifestyle photographer for today's top brands, performers, and game changers. On this podcast, we explore the body, mind, and soul of the creative entrepreneur, bringing you inspiring guests to help take your creativity, business, and life to the next level. Hello, hello, my fellow Neonites. I am excited to bring you to this podcast. We've got a little mini episode for you today. I'm your host, Nick Onkin, and I want to share with you a few things that I've been going through over this last year and a few tools that have helped me through my own inner journey, inner world, a spiritual awakening, if you will. Last year was a dark year, and I went through a lot of personal stuff and and discovering myself and discovering different things that didn't serve me anymore. And I have five tools for you on discovering and developing your inner world. Because what I've realized and what I've found, especially from interviewing some of the top of the top people, top creatives, top performers, the inner world is the most important world to generate success, whether it's mindset, a deeper spiritual connection, whatever that is, all the people that I've interviewed have had a lot of those things in common. And I've been going through a lot of my own stuff to discover some tools that may help if you're, if you may be going through something similar. Life is not easy, guys. And as you know, I think we all portray like the highlights of our lives on Instagram. And I think it can be fictitious and unfulfilling. And I think we need to really dig deep to find the the things that actually are meaningful and, and life versus the things that we think that everybody wants to see. There's so much about ego versus awareness and living in ego is a space where we need to be fed. And it's something that I've had to go through a lot throughout my creative journey. And that was one of the first things that I learned is, is being able to separate my ego from what I am creating. And it, it used to be so attached so that when things were good, things were good. And I was feeling, my ego was feeling fed. And then when things slowed down or got, and was hard, my ego was hurting. And that therefore, like, I was believing that. I was believing that that is how things truly are. But yet, the way things actually truly are is we are not our thoughts and we don't have to believe the thoughts that we think. We are an awareness, which I'll get to in a second with one of the tools. So one of the biggest things to remember is that you are not your thoughts. And the more you can realize this and the more you can become aware of this, it's the first step and becoming aware and awakening and discovering the deeper world around you. So let's jump into these five tools that I've discovered over this last year that I feel would help you in your journey, wherever you're at. They've been amazing to me and I'm excited to share them with you. So the first, the first one is the book Becoming Supernatural. And I've been a huge, huge fan of Dr. Joe Dispenza ever since reading this book. Funny enough, I discovered it just through the recommends on Audible. 
last summer and this book rocked my world. I read it three times or listened to it three times and then took his online course, which was a deeper explanation of the book. But really, Joe Dispenza's work is all about the science behind energy and matter and how that all works. I'm a, I'm a science guy. Well, I need the science to back up and understand the things that seem very woo-woo. Um, I don't know about you, but I'm that type of person. I need, I need the background. I need the research. I need to see it. And Dr. Joe Dispenza really explains a lot of that in his book. His story is pretty crazy. He broke his back in a triathlon accident. He was a chiropractor before, so he had a vast understanding of the spine and all that. And when he broke his back, he was supposed to be in surgery. And he would probably never walk again. He would be in a wheelchair. He actually declined the surgery and decided that he was going to heal his back with his mind. And if he did, he was going to dedicate the rest of his life to researching, understanding, and sharing this information with the world. And that is where he's at now. He basically visualized the reconstruction of his spine every day and created some different things. You can hear his some of his previous books, uh, Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself and How to Evolve Your Brain. He talks about the story more in that. However, Becoming Supernatural is his, his latest book, And he kind of brings all of his concepts together. So he starts with healing your body with your mind and then moves into the world of manifestation and how your thoughts create the world around you and what that even means, how your thoughts create your vibrational frequencies and your emotions when you're living in different vibrational frequencies of emotion, such as love, gratitude, joy, things like that, or low emotional frequencies like anger, resentment, judgment, fear, Each different set of uh, emotional frequencies produce different chemicals that either toxify your body and are very acidic or they heal your body. And your body has its own self-healing system. And it's about really activating that. And he creates different meditations to help you activate and shift your emotional frequencies. Really amazing book, really amazing work. Go pick it up, dive into it, and really understand these concepts. It's helped me out so much, and I hope to get him on the podcast here. He, he's an amazing, amazing guy, and I could go on and on with his stuff, but jump into it. We'll put it, the link in the show notes, and you can check it out for yourself. Number two, another favorite book of mine is A New Earth by Eckhart Tolle. Uh, I've read this one twice as well, and I read it about a year and a half ago, and then I read it another year later. And it's interesting to read the book with a different, with a year difference and a different perspective on life and and uh, consciousness and all these different things. But essentially, a new earth is really about separation from your ego and becoming awareness. It's by Eckhart Tolle, and actually, Oprah. It's Oprah's favorite book, and she's going through it chapter by chapter with Eckhart Tolle himself on her podcast right now. So you can check that out as a good resource, but definitely get the book. The book really gives you an idea of the things that the ego needs to feed on to feel and to survive and to be what it is. And if you believe that you are your ego, then it can be, you can live a life of suffering and stepping away from your ego is to is a great is the way to eliminate suffering in your life. 
you know, according to Eckhart Tolle and all these other, and especially Joe Dispenza and all these other spiritual teachers, all human suffering comes from either living in the future or living in the past. When you're worrying about the future, you're creating your own suffering. You're releasing those toxins into your body. If you're if you're regretting the past and living reliving past trauma and things that have happened to you, and you're and you're becoming a victim to your past circumstances, you're also creating your own suffering. So the idea is to live in the present moment, and that takes practice takes a lot of tools. It takes meditation. It takes all kinds of different things to really drop into that present moment. Number three, holotropic breathwork. Breathwork is becoming big nowadays. And I've been, I, I started doing it last, last year and it's been a huge, huge tool of mine that, that has been helpful in my journey and holotropic breathwork is, is, was originally coined by Stanislav Grof a psychedelic researcher, one of the top psychedelic researchers. And holotropic means moving towards wholeness. So states that are moving you towards wholeness, which could be different things. You can, you know, psychedelics do similar things. Meditation does similar things. But breath work is a huge key and tool into into that. And some of the science behind that is that your default mode network in your brain, which is the neural nets that are woven, especially when you think certain thoughts over and over again, the loops that get you that you get caught in your head. Have you ever been stuck in your head, even in almost a depressed state? So depression is when you're going down and down this this negative spiral loop in your head to the point where you can't get out of it. And as the more you think these thoughts, the stronger those neural nets get. So the stronger they get, the more you think them. And holotropic breath work is a really, really great way of detaching from that default mode network. And what they've discovered, similarly to psychedelics, especially psilocybin and mushrooms and, and other things, is that it pulls you out of that default mode network. And holotropic breath work does the same thing. It pulls you out of your head, essentially. And I've experienced it firsthand. I've been doing a version of Wim Hof, if you've heard of him. He's the Iceman, where he's developed a breathwork technique that helps you regulate your core temperature, but it also does a lot of other things. And so much of it is about set and setting. And last year, I learned, I created, somebody taught a group of us in the set and setting that really rocked my world. Essentially, laying down in a comfortable space with eyeful, eye masks and a great music soundtrack. And it's essentially what it is, is it's, it's two and a half minutes of breathing kind of circularly and deep through your stomach and your chest and your mouth. And then you exhale, you hold for as long as you can. And sometimes you can hold for like two to three minutes because your body's been pumped with so much oxygen. It's one of the craziest feelings and the most blissful feelings. And then you do that for six rounds. By the second or third round, you start to feel this transcendence. You start to feel yourself pull out of that default mode network. And this is a practice. This is something that you can do for yourself as a self-care piece. I've started actually creating some of my, my own guiding tracks with music, which I'll share with you guys at some point. But it's been hugely, hugely helpful and just an amazing experience to work with and to practice. Number four, meditation. 
And meditation has been such a huge key in my journey over the last few years. I've learned, I learned with Emily Fletcher, my meditation teacher. She's been on the podcast three times. We'll link those episodes up in the show notes. You can find over at neonradio.com slash EP153. But I started doing meditation with her and she was the first person that I've talked to or heard speak or she speaks a lot around the neuroscience and the benefits of a Vedic meditation, a mantra-based meditation, and her Ziva technique. She just came out with a book called Stress Less and Accomplish More. And mantra-based meditation is is a way, is the way to for busy people. It's 20 minutes twice a day, and it really, really actually decreases and gets rid of the stress from the past and also on a daily basis. It's like brushing your teeth, but brushing your mind on a daily basis. It's one of the, been the, one of the biggest tools that I've used over the last three years to help my ground myself in the morning and help get rid of stress and anxiety, which piles up every day. We're always, we're always accumulating stress on a daily basis, no matter what it is. I mean, we all, it's adulting. It's like living, it's living life and accumulating stress. And this has been one of the hugest tools for me. Her new book just came out. We'll put that in the show notes as well. She teaches in LA and New York and she's amazing. She, she has such a wonderful way of explaining all of this. Other meditations such as Joe Dispenza's meditations I've really been getting into as well, which are completely different than the Vedic meditations and the Ziva meditation. They really, they're about 45 minutes. A lot of them, you can buy them on his website. They're also part of the course online and his whole thing is where you put your focus, your energy goes. So when you're being aware of, of your energetic fields in your body, you're healing your body's systems and you're, and you're transcending that. And I've, I've had some super, super deep meditations with his tracks. Uh, definitely recommend those as well. There's definitely like tons of different meditations, but from a lot of the people that I've interviewed, a lot of the top people meditate. A lot of the high performers, they all meditate. They need, we all need these, this grounding to ground us, to get rid of stress, to get rid of the crazy busy day and just take moments for yourself. It takes practice, uh, it takes discipline, but it's been one of the highest, highest and biggest tools for myself and a lot of other people. Number five, psychedelics. This is also something that's new that I've been kind of getting into. And it really shifted when I read Michael Pollan's book, How to Change Your Mind. And Michael Pollan, if you don't know who he is, he wrote, wrote The Omnivore's Dilemma. And he's a huge, huge scientific journalist, has written for New York Times and many other newspapers and journal and magazines and different things, and has written many, many books. And he's come at psychedelics from a very, very skeptical perspective. And the book really, really explains the history of the science, which is the first third of the book of just the history of the research of psychedelics. And then his firsthand experiences about the second third of the book and how he was skeptical going in. He interviewed 15 to 20 different facilitators of each medicine, psilocybin, ayahuasca, LSD, and DMT, and went with one of them and described his firsthand experience. And a little did he know that it was going to be such a spiritual experience, such a, and bring this connectivity to the, the deeper world, the universe 
around us. And then the third part of the book is all in the new neuroscience research. This has been happening and how they're finding so many things that especially psilocybin mushrooms are starting to, they're, they're curing PTSD and depression for the fact that I was just telling you about where they, where it pulls you away from your default mode network. And the more you can practice doing that, you can get through your depression, you can get through PTSD, different things like that. And they're becoming super, super helpful. They're working on legalizing psilocybin in certain states in a therapeutic context. So much of it is about set setting and context when you're on these journeys. And I've been learning this. I've done a couple journeys of psilocybin myself, and it's been a huge, huge it's been amazing. It's one of those things where you have to try it. You can't explain it, but the more you can control and set the context and setting, the better the journey is. So there you have it, guys. These are some things that have helped me over the last year. They've been amazing in my journey, and maybe they will be helpful to you as well. I would love to actually hear what you guys think, create the conversation. Hit me up over on Instagram, at Nick Gonkin, at Neon Life, N-I-O-N-L-I-F-E. You can also join the Facebook community over at neonlife.com slash community. You can also take the Neon Life quiz over at neonlife.com slash quiz. We'll serve you up some free content to help you out with where you're at in your creative journey. Don't forget to go over to Apple Podcasts and subscribe to this podcast. Just search neon radio and ion radio and you'll find it there you can also find the show notes to this episode where we'll link everything up for you over at neon radio and ion radio.com slash ep153 that's also the link that you can share out on social media which i would love it if you could help us out you can also help us out by leaving us a good review over on itunes apple podcasts and such so with that You know what time it is? It's time to go out and create your life by creating every small moment and we'll see you next time.